ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest in the building. Um, the really, I don't even know how to describe you, Charlie. You've, you're, um, <laughs> you're our dad. You are the father of every gamer on the internet. Um, mm-hmm. You're a world-renowned uh, fight commentator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you have a, a obscene, like, penis car collection. Uh, well, one penis car that my dad made. The rest are still just, like, standalone. Right. <laughs> you, have the a- world's, you have the world's largest sex toy collection? Is that true? No, that's... Unfortunately, the TMG team uh, got you a little inaccurate information here. Oh. Belle Delphine... <laughs> Belle Delphine beat me. She spent like six figures on like the craziest, most wild cyberpunk penis collection this world's ever seen. So I was bested. Is is that why you're grinding YouTube? So just get all your ad revs so one day you could buy? Yeah, I just got to farm like click through impressions or something so I can finally beat her. (laughs) What's it going to take? Like a hundred more dildos? (laughs) <laughs> oh my god that's not even close i don't know if she she went on hiatus for like i don't know like a year and a half now and i think she's just been collecting the entire time it's like fort knox in her house it's just nothing but like the most forbidden treasures it's Damn. wild we she's do buying we got- like she's buying like old vintage collectible dildos on ebay i was about to say to get charlie like back in the ranks we gotta get him like like ancient you know dildos are like <laughs> yeah like like mesopotamian fossil dildos yeah, or something. yeah yeah aztec stone penises that were reserved <laughs> oh, no. for leaders only you know dinosaur <laughs> dinosaur dicks <laughs> <laughs> yeah i need to have like the smithsonian collection she could say with like the local crack shack collection and i'll just go like real like highbrow <laughs> I actually purchased Rasputin's penis. So, what do you say about that, <laughs> Bell? <laughs> Damn. Dude, it's I think what's so impressive about the penis car is how um how many of uh, like random Twitter threads I've seen that image of you in. Oh yeah, that's yeah. been a pretty good response image on Twitter recently. It's a fun story. My dad likes to build things. He's an old car guy. He used to build cars all the time. So I was like, man, do I have a cool project for you? He was like, I'm down. (laughs) Does your dad have like a shop or does does he just do it all in the garage? No, he just does it all in the garage. With that, though, he teamed up with one of his friends because he needed to use like some kind of like high tech weaponry to pierce the Moby Huge. (laughs) So he went to like his chop shop to use his, his weapons to get in there and, you know, like like hollow it out so that way he could actually get like a chassis on it that's pretty impressive your dad's friend is like what the fuck is wrong with your son (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's a millennial thing i guess i don't know i don't get it he puts it on facebook or something i don't know yeah dude it'd be sick if you could just like wedge a potato gun like inside it Yeah. Like twisted metals type shit. Yeah. Just like start firing it off. Yeah, just shooting D batteries out of the penis mobile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think I've seen the penis car. Oh, what, dude? Stop. Oh, stop. I probably have seen it, but Luke, can you pull up an image of it? Stop taking private jets, dude, and tap into the internet one time, yeah, please. You're so disconnected from just the normal people these days. Everyone's got this new like model car out there. Oh my god. So sick, dude. <laughs> Holy shit, that's awesome. 
Oh yeah, she she drives like a dream too. I'll tell you what, you can really zip around on her, get some mean drifting going. What kind of engine is it? That's a, a four-cylinder <laughs> cooler engine. So they yeah. make. My dad didn't want to like assemble an engine of his own, so he bought like on Amazon one of those rideable cooler engines and <laughs> yeah. then just modified it. Damn it, dude! You know what's crazy is uh, uh, have you heard of that store Harbor Freight? It's like Home yeah. Depot. Yeah, yeah. Harbor Freight just released their own like 212 cc go kart engine, and like, oh, like, like you can just walk into a Harbor Freight and buy it. I think now. That's fucking awesome. This is a conversation for me and your dad. <laughs> man, you, <laughs> man you, you swap out that engine from Harbor Freight and smacking the top of the dick. This thing will ride. You can get that dick up 40, 40 miles an hour. 40 miles an hour. This It'll dick be street be... legal by summer. <laughs> <laughs> florida though i feel yeah no yeah you, you see some wild stuff there was that old video of that guy who made like a motorized drum kit who just drove around on the interstate with it <laughs> so wild dude it's crazy how you live in florida your whole life or did you move there Nah, my whole life i lived in tampa when i was a kid then moved to orlando parents didn't like orlando so we moved back and i've been here since i was 11 i think dang and you like tampa Oh, I love it. I think Tampa's great. It gets a it gets a bit of a bad rep, mainly for like, you know, a little bit of crime, a little bit of bath salt. But I mean, yeah. it's America, baby. That's just part of being free. Yeah. Am I right, boys? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now that's that's the damn truth. Mm-hmm. Hey, Amen. You know, ever ever you know, ever since the mask people took over, you know, <laughs> <laughs> take the conversation a weird way. <laughs> just get real weird with it and get grimy. <laughs> Wait, uh, how close is Ybor City to Tampa? Oh, it's it's we're we're right next to it. We're only a couple miles away. That that could be like a walk. I went to University of Tampa, where it really is a walk to Ybor. I, I made that quite a few times. That place yeah. is a bit wacky. Yeah. Uh, Hold on. What is I gotta ask? What is Ybor? Uh, Ybor is nut non-plant. Um, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ybor City is that is that uh, place we performed at. Where they had all the roosters and the chickens everywhere? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember or do you not remember? Sort of. Yeah, that was one of our few, like, standing shows. Oh, okay. It was like a... I it was... I don't know. No. It doesn't matter. Well, I went back there recently and uh, performed at the Tampa Improv. And uh, all the staff was like... I finished the shows and they were like, thank you for making no jokes about the chickens. 
it was like funny how defeated like their voices were like they they were like every comedian comes through here and they talk about the chickens and the one lady was like it's like we fucking get it we have chickens like she was gonna lose it <laughs> jesus <Christ. I> know. <laughs> having a full-blown breakdown i mean yeah. there's a lot of chickens and roosters there to be fair i don't know how you resisted the urge to even just like point it out like i know What's this dude. garbage out here i know well i was gonna say like uh it well you said it's wacky I was gonna say like how many times what's that back street where it gets fucking nuts in Ebor? Like Oh, Seventh Ave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How many times have you frequented that? When I was in college and uh, a bit of a creepy guy because I was still learning how to be social, I used to go to all those grimy, gross clubs <laughs> on that street. So one of them was called like the Amphitheater. One of them is um Orpheum, there was. <laughs> I cannot picture Ask. you in that context. Dude. Oh my god! No, I was so, I was so good in raves. I had so many amazing <laughs> dance moves. You you would think I was natural. I fit right in. Dude, Cody, this thing is like, it's like Sixth Street in Austin, but okay, but like way more like GTA role play server. Like yes. Oh my god! So I'll go ahead and enlighten you on some Tampa cryptids. So on Seventh Avenue. There is a local legend named the Ebor Shoe Licker, and he has a sexual fetish of licking strangers' shoes. So he usually sits outside of some of the clubs. People who walk by, he asks if he can lick the bottom of your shoe. No way. And he, he has done that since I was in high school. Oh, no. Yep. That is so hardcore. That dude it has- is. He goes in. Dude, that guy had zero fear of COVID. They were like, this might make you sick. He's like, no, it he, won't. <laughs> he did it. He was the reason why it started. <laughs> he was patient zero in the States, probably. Yeah. Holy fuck, dude. And so does he like jerk off? Like, no. like or he So he, there's a couple of videos of him on YouTube. It's like Sasquatch sightings, but with good quality. People will film it. He takes a massive lick. So going from like no. heel to toe. And then moans at the end of it. Sometimes goes in for yep. Sometimes goes in for seconds. It was it was amazing. Luke, can you find a video of this guy? Dude, you know it's so funny when he got COVID. You know he was sitting around telling people, he's like, guys, I can't taste anything, and they're like, yeah, that's because you keep licking. She's like, no, guys, seriously, there's something fucked up. They're like, nah, nah, it's just. No, it's fucked. I can't come anymore because I can't taste the bottom <laughs> of the shoe. This is unreal, bro. It's lost all its flavor. <laughs> oh! Yeah, see? I, yep. You see all that, like, dirt and all that grime? That's part of, like, the popsicle experience. It, I'm, I'm not kidding. This guy loved, and still does, to my understanding, love licking shoes. I'm stunned, I'm, bro. I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss for words. This is... This, dude... Charlie, this is why you remain uh, one of the most uh, captivating people on the internet because you can just pull shit like this <laughs> out of your pocket. I feel like you just know all these like crazy ass things. Damn! So you're saying I, I could have ran into this dude? Yeah, no, he is always on Seventh Ave. He's not homeless or anything. I, I've met him once or twice. I've I, I don't let him lick my shoe. I, I just feel like that's <laughs> demeaning. I know he loves it, but it just feels bad. Yeah. So I've met him before. He's he's not homeless, but he literally sleeps on the street just so he has more access to shoes to lick. <laughs> <laughs> is he is this is this an addiction? I it has to be. It's it's some kind of like 
fetish or, or something. I don't really know. I love but that he's, he's crushing a steel reserve too. Yeah. Oh yeah, he he loves it. This is like he's always there on. I think it was usually like Fridays, Fridays or Saturdays. I don't remember what day, but you'd always catch him. I wonder if anyone is like you know he did this and then the person who thought it would be a funny bit liked it too. So then it's <laughs> <laughs> just trying to like you know catch him like oh we should go out dude wonder if the shoe liquor's out that'd be so weird <laughs> it'd be weird if we made him do it again right yeah one of your boys is a little bit too into it <laughs> dude we should dip we should head to the club next door see if we bump into the shoe liquor on the hey, way there you walk past him you're like no oh, guys they're like nah nah come on let's, let's keep it moving like, no it'd be hilarious come on <laughs> <laughs> Just- Come on, man. My shoes are so dirty. Come on. <laughs> He's having fun. Come on, boys. Yeah. <laughs> boys, come on. That's funny. <laughs> He's having fun. <laughs> it, it, I'm, so, I'm surprised when you guys were here, you didn't run into anyone like that. We have quite a few of them. There's another guy, and I don't know if he's still alive, to be honest. So if he's not, rest in peace. They okay. called him the Senator. He was, uh, I think he was in like late 60s, early 70s, and he would go to one of the clubs called the Castle. I think it was the Castle. Yeah. And he would only go in a G-string and pop Viagra beforehand, so he was perpetually oh, erect. It was so grody. Wow. It was wild. Wow. Let's go. First of all, first of all, I haven't heard grody in years, so that's how... Damn! The sen- yeah, the senator! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's see that wood. <laughs> Yo, he's fully torqued. Yeah, no, I wasn't exaggerating. We got some cryptids in here. I mean, this is like a crime, right? You can't just do this, this dude. Not, no, not in Ebor. In Ebor, you can do anything. There's a guy who sits outside of Ebor with giant snakes that aren't even trained. It's just giant snakes that this guy has, and he just puts them on you for like $2. Oh, my God, dude. This dude looks like Penguin's car. That shit is crazy, man. <laughs> Holy fuck. He is pitched. Are you kidding me? And I'm everyone and, and, and everyone in Evor is just like <laughs> That's the senator, baby. It's the senator. <laughs> show it, dude. Show it. Dude, are dude. Still fully torqued. Dude, this guy's been hard for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> dude, like that's too long to have a boner. Oh, you would think so, yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't know if he's still alive, but if he's not, I'm sure he went out doing what he loved, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pop, popping blue pills, losing, man. losing blood flow to the rest of his body. Yeah, I want, man. I wonder if there was any like lasting side effects in that. Like, can you like take enough Viagra that your brain is just trained to like constantly push blood into your dick? Oh, like like redirect the blood flow. On yeah, the phone? yeah. Like you just you know could like could they have made some sad documentary? It's like the man who can never be soft. It's like <laughs> it's it started as a joke and now I'm just hard forever. <laughs> that sounds like something Netflix would put out or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hard man with a soft personality. I don't know. <laughs> That's wild, dude. Damn, your college years were like formative in a way that thing most of us did not get to experience oh yeah and especially because like going into college i had this phase where like i I wasn't this is gonna come as a shock i wasn't like socially adept or anything i wasn't really good at socializing so (laughs) that is fresh because you're very well spoken in youtube videos so i don't think anyone would would consider that 
And so I had this idea going into college that I was going to be like the anime characters I used to watch. So like mysterious and brooding. <laughs> so I spent a whole year and a half just not <laughs> talking to people. But I'd like, I, I'd like still try and go out. So I'd like follow people places, which is how I'd end up in Ebor. Because that was like the hot thing. We didn't have Uber back then. So then we had taxis that would pull up and I'd just be like, hey, where you, you know, can I hop in? I'm going, I'm going there too. Wow. And shit like that. And then I'd end up in Ebor and at these raves where I'd just learn like my best how to kind of fit in with weird dancing. <laughs> like, would you wear anything? I was would about to say, like, I'm picturing gear? like a trench coat you in, and like, yeah. so, I'm picturing like furry boots. And like the, blur necklaces and... It, it, I had ideas that would have been really bad, but I had one friend who was trying to convince me it was a bad idea. So I wanted to wear my favorite video game disc on a chain around my neck as like a cool piece of jewelry. Because uh, my sense of fashion was so warped because like I said, I emulated mysterious anime characters. So like, you know, rolled up one sleeve or something like jeans that are long on one side. Just Bro. terrible ideas. Bro. Do you have any pictures of this? I have a, like my, I think I still have my old student ID. I don't remember what I'm wearing in it, but I used to have, when I had short hair, I tried to like spike all of it up like it was yeah. cool in the 90s, how yeah. like the Backstreet Boys and shit did, but I, it was 2013, so it was already well out of fashion <laughs> then too, so everything was a disaster. <laughs> oh man, I just picked you away for a taxi and they're like, yo, who's that sixth grader? Like, nah, <laughs> nah, that... That that dude's in my bio class. Like he's he's real, man. He's for real. He hasn't said a fucking word. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Practicing not talking to people is like tough as fuck though. Oh my god. It was like it was soul crushing too, because like anytime someone would make the mistake of talking to me, I could tell they immediately regretted it. So like, <laughs> like when I went to the club, there was one time. I was like, I'm gonna like I'm gonna fit in with the rave crew. So I was like learning like their fashion and everything. So I <laughs> I bought fucking light up goofy glasses, like the you know the star ones and Hell shit yeah. like that and glow sticks. Hell yeah. And some girl was like complimenting my glasses <laughs> and I had them off and I didn't say a word to her. So she kept trying to keep the conversation going, like those are cool glasses, you know, do you go to school around here? But I just look at her and then I eventually just turned the glasses on while she was talking. Bro. <laughs> and then it, it just stayed silent the entire time without saying a fucking word, pretty much. Dude, except for did, maybe, like, caveman grunts, I guess. How did she not fall in love, man? That's fucking... Seriously. She, no, she probably reported me to the authorities, honestly. <laughs> like, That's A1 peacocking right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love your glasses. Do you love them more now? <laughs> oh, never mind. Like you see them in sport mode. <laughs> in sport she's, mode. she's like, oh, never, never mind. Bye. <laughs> Wait, do you see sport mode, dude? Just you turn them on and you just walk out on the dance floor and just start raving hard as hell. She's like, "Wow, so mysterious." <laughs> yeah, I gotta know this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Yeah, when I when when I was walking down the street, I was just laughing at how frequent dudes would just pull up playing music loudly, and then mm -hmm. people on the sidewalks would just run around the cars. And like women who just start like twerking on these random people's cars yeah. and everyone would be like, Hey, woo, like cheering it on. And then the car would drive away. Like everyone was doing like a mini club for like 60 seconds. And then, the you know, it's kind of a car show. They do that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, it seemed that way. And then like we went to some karaoke bar and within 30 minutes, some dude got his shit cracked. Oh, like a yeah. Fight? yeah. 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 That was that dude. I was telling you who like, 
he was like dancing up on women and then we were like watching from afar and then uh we we i was with this other comic and he, he's a big motherfucker and he was like watch this he's like this dude is out someone's gonna clock him because he kept dancing up on this dude's girlfriend and the dude was getting really aggro he was like hey stop fucking doing that uh and then they just got into words and then i think the boyfriend like bottled the guy between his like eyebrows oh good yeah 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 good. <laughs> yeah yeah just e- just ebor things yeah 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 love to see it <clears throat> yeah you guys need to come back down for a performance here upgrade to like the orpheum or something straight on 7th street and get into the heart of the action oh no bro i mean uh Fuck that! Let's. We should just all go and just witness yeah, all these things in person. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get my shoe licked. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, have you seen I want Cody? He's like been gone ever since he got his shoe licked. He said he was going to meet the senator. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you're just in, you're just like handshaking his penis. You gotta find me just in the back. This guy's still fucking hard. I can't believe it. <laughs> Everything I dreamed of. Oh my god, I've never seen it. <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you, man. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, uh, dude, I gotta ask you some questions about content. Is that okay? <laughs> oh man, because don't make it so I, exciting. I know. Well, I just hate every time we go on a podcast and people are like, "So Vine, that's cringe. How'd you get?" But I'm like, just genuinely curious about like how you do it. You put out more good shit than anybody. Like yeah, the dude. frequency, the amount, and the quality is all so good. Yeah. Like how? Really what's is. your? How do you do it? What's your process? Uh, I don't know, man. I just love making things, and I just always find time for it. So like, in the morning, I'll just hop on Twitter, either ruin my day or find something interesting going on. If it's something I have like a strong opinion about, or if it's goofy enough, I'll usually just make something joking about it. <clears throat> And then, like, when it comes to, you know, movies or game reviews or something, like, I just recently watched Dragon Ball Evolution and made, like, a fucking video essay on how bad that is. I just love watching bad movies and stuff. Like, I love bad medium. You know, bad music, or any entertainment medium. Bad music, bad game, bad show, bad movie. So I'll just watch them for fun, and then if I have, like, anything interesting to say about it, or if I think people would find it interesting, I'll make something on it. And then I'll usually work out sometime in the afternoon and then come back and look for more goofy shit going on in the world. Dude, and if you're, I don't find anything, just You're scream. just degenerate for like horrific information. Just like, what? I yeah. can't get away. <laughs> I just fucking love it, man. There's just, there's so much wacky stuff out there that a lot of people would never even find if they don't like <laughs> aggressively look like I do, like obsessed with it. It's just fun. I don't know. I just find it also fascinating. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Uh, I went like, I went on like a ten minute spiral last night. Uh, did you ever watch like the crypto Bizanachi animations? Mm-mm. The dude like, um, oh, this is crazy. I got one. I got something that you haven't seen before. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I'm only bringing this up because I relate to you on like obsessing over something. Because <clears throat> so this this dude like he made these like hilarious crypto animations and he, like just making fun of like what it's like to own crypto and he hasn't uploaded anything in four years now and so uh you know because of the crypto crash i'm like where the fuck is this dude like this would be the time and then i just found myself deep on like archived like 4chan threads you know discussing this dude 
and it like netted out in like no results. It was just like, yeah, this dude killed himself. I'm pretty sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yikes. But then it was like unsubstantiated. So people are like, are you for real? Like, how do you know it? And then the dude's like, I'm just an inside source, like trust. Like I, I only bring that up to say, like, do you, do you ever experience that where you try to go deep on something and then you just get to a conclusion that's just sort of like, damn, that, this is just sad. Like, I can't really do anything with this. Oh, that happens all the time. Some of my favorite rabbit holes end in, like, tragedy. And I'm like, damn, this conclusion, maybe, like, I can do something if I don't say what happened. <laughs> then I'm like, nah, nah, I know what happened. Now it's not as fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of, like, the really, like, fun, goofy stories that you'll read on the internet, like, always have, like, a not great conclusion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just always end in suicide. Yeah. yeah just something, like, oh, tragic. What? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, act three was so good. Why did it have to end with another suicide? Oh, my yeah. God. You, you remember that guy who collected jelly beans? Yeah, he murdered his family. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, sick. Okay. Yeah, this the senator actually ended up killing himself. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he hung himself by his other head. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Damn it. What are your, what are your other like pressing interview questions, Cody? I'm, I'm curious. I'm just, I'm like, I've always like watched your stuff and I've been just thought, how does he fucking do it? The like, machine. For, for me to, to, to make a, like a narrative video where I'm breaking something down, like 75% of the time I have to write it I have to spend like three, four hours, like writing it, making sure there's jokes in it. And you're doing one of those like every single day on top of three other videos on top of streaming for four hours on top of music on top of whatever else you do. It's like, how do you do it? <laughs> You make me sound like a lot more impressive than I am. I I just I just shoot the shit, so I don't write anything, and I think that's why I always have more time to make things because I've never liked writing jokes. I've never I've also never been good at like writing jokes either. So usually I'll just like start talking and then just go off the top and see what happens. Just get wacky and wild and have fun with it so hell yeah i know a lot of creators write stuff and it takes a lot a lot of time and the content you guys produce is a lot more high effort and a lot more like buttoned up than mine is so like my content you know it may be 30 minutes to talk about you know radio shack doing some dumb shit on twitter <laughs> but and all of that was just like on twitch you know like a yeah. 30 minute 40 minute segue and it's like, that was fun. That might be a fun topic people might want to hear about. So then I'll post it. Or like the longer content I'll do, like Dragon Ball Evolution, breaking it down. It's me watching the video. And then I'll just <laughs> I'll watch it again and then make jokes about it. But I never write anything down. So it saves a lot of time. I just find there's a lot more hours in the day than a lot of people realize. It's just a matter of like how it gets spent and like broken up. I agree. And then do you have, yeah, do you have a team that helps you or like people that... Like cut so, up your Twitch streams and post them and all that stuff? Yeah, so Buddy Mind Chase edits the Twitch streams, at least most of them. Sometimes I'll still do it. If I'm not doing anything else, I'll just edit some some that I thought were fun. But for all the videos where it's like me talking at the webcam or, you know, like uh, any kind of product review or something like that, it's just me. And then IRL stuff, it's me and my team, which is about seven people now. And we just do whatever we think is fun and... <clears throat> then they'll throw like a good edit together. So anything where it's more than just splicing like audio together is done by someone else, but everything <laughs> else is me. And you just I use can't a webcam to film. Yeah, so 
Yeah, so like at home here, I'm just on like a Logitech webcam and then IRL stuff is on like a Sony. Just, I, I, that's what I appreciate most about what you do, man, is how like not like, like it's just very regular gear. I think that's so sick because everyone now is like, it's like a fucking arms race with cameras and yeah, and tech and lighting and all that shit. And I think it's dope that you just sit down and you just hit record and you're like, yes, I found this guy who likes to lick shoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it I is. It is sick. It's like inspiring, honestly. Yeah. I appreciate that. I, I do think, and I don't want anyone to think that I, I look down on anyone that uses good gear. Or no, no, I think it no. is like extremely important <laughs> to have a, gr- a good setup. Like the only reason I don't is just because I, I wouldn't know how to use it even if I set it up. I'm kind of like a Neanderthal when it comes to technology anyway. So like a webcam works fine for me. Like I actually only recently upgraded to a webcam for the first like four years. I just set my phone up on my trumpet case and just had it. That is me. crazy. Yeah, that is yeah. sick. You're doing it the right way, man. Honestly, it's just very raw. I treat YouTube just kind of like a diary of things I find interesting, and yeah, I'm just that's... lucky enough that other people find them interesting too. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask you about next. Is like, I mean, for the for like my whole time on YouTube, I've I pretend like I don't, but I kind of obsessed over like numbers and what's getting likes, and yeah, like making sure everything's super buttoned up and feels like cohesive and stuff, and the fact that you just like cut up your Twitch streams and just add like put them all on YouTube, were you ever concerned about quantity and how that would affect the algorithm? And do you even think about that at all? Or you're just like, I'm just, I just, I like this. I'm putting it out. Yeah. So I've always come into the mindset of where like YouTube's never been a job for me. Like obviously like now I live off of content creation, but mm-hmm. I've never treated it like a job. So it's always just been, I had fun with this. I'll post it. I had fun learning about this. I'll make something about this. And it's just not something that really crosses my mind. Sometimes with a title, I'll try and think of like a really goofy title that people might be like interested to click on outside of like the normal audience. But usually it's just, this was fun. So I think other people might have fun with it too, or at least I hope they do. Yeah. I think, I think that uh, attitude honestly comes through, man. I I think that's why you're the stuff you make does, does so well because, and honestly, I I think that's why, you know, it doesn't even matter what you're shooting it on because it's so apparent that you just enjoy it. And I I think that's something that it's so easy to lose when you make stuff for work, like, like content. Cause that's the number one thing that people gravitate towards is like, they can tell if you like what you're doing and like, if you yeah. don't like, they can sniff that out. And I think that turns people off to what you're doing, uh, you know, or if you are doing it solely to make money or whatever, like that's a bit more obvious, but yeah, man, it's, uh, you, you, yeah. I mean, like Cody said, it's inspiring, man. I like, I just love watching your shit and I'm like, this is dope. Like, it just feels very genuine. I feel like you're one of the, like, most authentic people on the internet, honestly. <laughs> I really appreciate all the kind words, Jesus. Yeah. You had me on the podcast just to be nice. Yeah. You're just going to talk about wieners and stuff. Like, <laughs> nah, I appreciate man. it. Thank you, guys. <laughs> nah, man. We, can't, we brought you on to say we love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck yeah. I mean, I love you guys, too, man. I, I've watched your content, like, both of you individually for quite some time now. That's crazy. And I, and I think a lot of your success also comes from, like, a very similar place. Like, you guys obviously really enjoy <clears throat> making jokes about the things that you're talking about. You guys have a lot of fun working together, making stuff. The podcast flows super well. Great chemistry. Nice, and I think that's just something super important when it comes to online, where it's mainly about personality or a story you can yeah. tell. 
And if you're just telling stories for the sake of like a trend hop or something you don't really care about, yeah. or if you're making content that you get bored of, and I think this happens to a lot of gaming creators in particular, where they commit to a game, they get bored of it and their yeah. content starts to like dwindle, the audience starts to leave. Just the constant mixing up and having fun is the most important part. Yeah, dude. Yeah, isn't it crazy? Just on that subject of gaming, I feel like Twitch is in such a strange place right now. Like, I, I, I yes, I mean, you, you tell me because I think you're on, you're on there way more than I am now. But it doesn't even feel like any of the big personalities are straight up gamers anymore. And that used to be the draw of Twitch. I feel you know, like being a like a like even like Ninja or something. Like, I feel like there's a few of those guys who are like, kind of like legacy names. It's like Nick Merckx, you know courage maybe and then like some of those dudes but now it seems like the especially on twitch like people are starting to realize just playing a game isn't really enough to grind like specifically as a streamer um but i i don't know um i i just like i'm not really familiar like with gaming creators like are there that many people these days that like spawn up like yo what's up i'm a pro apex player like i i, I don't know yeah i definitely see what you're saying so <laughs> There definitely are those fringe cases where it's like, I am so good at this game and I will get a very successful following in just this game. But Twitch, especially with lockdown and all of that, became more of like a friendship simulator. Yeah. So the most popular streamers are going to be the ones that like relate to a big audience or are doing more than just gaming silently. They're constantly interacting and they treat it like it's, you know, we're friends yeah. kind of thing. So a lot of people gravitate towards a streamer, not necessarily for their gaming talent, but more like how they interact with them and their community. So that's why most of the big streamers do a lot of like just chatting. I do a lot of just chatting, yeah. going through rabbit holes and shit and all of that. So it's a lot more than gaming now. And it definitely has shifted because it used to be like all gaming. So like the legacy names you mentioned, Nick Merckx, Shroud is still one that's predominantly <laughs> the gaming. man, Shroud. Yeah. He's like an MMO guy now. He's always grinding those MMOs. Yeah. But, I, man, and... I forget, like, what he was the first to go to Mixer, right? Like, didn't he get an insane, or was it Ninja who went first? Ninja went first, I think. It was Ninja, Shroud, and Gathalion. <laughs> then they, could, they all got, like, NBA player deals, didn't they? Yeah, they got some crazy deals. Absolutely. <laughs> then they all came back to Twitch once Mixer folded. They got a great deal. They took, like, a month-long, or a year-long vacation for a huge paycheck and then still came back to their audience. So sick. Yeah, but it yeah, kind of like wild. killed Ninja's career, did it not? Like, yeah. I mean, in terms of his quote unquote relevance or whatever, like nobody, he was on top of the world for a while and now it's I, just, I mean, I see fucking billboards of him, but nobody, no one talks about him. No, that's, that's for sure. But I feel like it was almost the best move for him because Fortnite is so dead yeah. now. So like, it was already on its way out. Yeah. So I feel like what, it was better for him to take that because if he just like hedged it and was like, no, nah, I'm going to be on Twitch forever. Like he would have, he would have been like, fuck, I could have took that 50 mil. Yeah. That's it was true. kind of inevitable. I feel like Ninja's personality is pretty polarizing for a lot of people. So yeah. when it wasn't Fortnite that he was playing, he wasn't pulling big numbers. So that mixer switch was probably a really smart time for him to do yeah. that. Now he can just coast forever. Like he plays a lot of league. I think he still does Final Fantasy 11 online. Like he's, Bro. he's just living it. He's just living it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's kind of the dream. You don't really want to be that famous, actually. No, no, you know, dude, yeah, fifty that mil. Kind of shit would be rough, dude. Fifty mil and just a consistent three k viewership on Twitch. 
Yeah. Playing Final Fantasy 11. Bro, that's yeah. the dream. He doesn't ever have that's to try. The dream, he doesn't yeah. ever have to try. Yeah. Dude, Final this... Fantasy 11. Yeah, I popped onto one of his streams. I saw him playing that. I got like Land Center flashbacks super hard. Oh my, it's so nostalgic. I, like, of all the games for it to be Final Fantasy 11 online, like, not even Final Fantasy 14. Yeah. Damn. Cody. You know, did you ever play Final Fantasy, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah dude. Oh my god, yeah, so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love everything about it, like just the fantasy aspect of it. Yeah, no, they really. Uh, how it was the it was the last one, you know? It's the final one. Yeah, and so like the pressure's really high, but you're still kind of in this dream world. It's yeah, amazing. Man. Such a great game. Really classic. It was a classic, yeah. truly. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, man. <clears throat> Let's talk about the Uvalde shooting. I mean, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's really get into it. Man. There's, so, there's so many layers to that onion to peel apart. Where, yeah. where do you want to start, Noel? <laughs> well, let's start with how the police, they didn't do that bad of a job. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This is satire, everyone. This is satire. Relax. Relax. Dude, I put out, I put out this stupid video about this go-kart race I did yesterday. And I had like this like one-minute string of me like, sarcastically describing why driving a go-kart is harder than driving a real car i was surprised by the amount of comments that were like genuinely arguing back with me as to yeah. like like they totally missed it does that shit, oh my god does that shit drive you guys crazy like it's so frustrating yes i just got a comment this morning i posted this tiktok right it's like this long one minute thing where i'm like doing all this fake math breaking down this like the spirituality of all these fucking numbers and then it ends ends with 58008 which when you turn it upside down it says boobs right yeah and some dude commented on it was like bro like none of this adds up man like you really believe like like what you really believe in astrology <laughs> like you really didn't get it at all do, do you ever you do you ever engage comments charlie sorry i didn't mean to cut you off go ahead no uh i I don't usually engage with comments unless it's during like a stream because usually the stream is just chat making jokes back and forth. So that's always fun. But outside of that, it is like the most brain rotted zombies leaving comments on like t on Twitter, on YouTube, even Reddit, like everywhere. It's like the most social ineptitude I've ever seen. <laughs> I made like kind of like what Cody just mentioned. I made just like a vague tweet for the sake of a tweet where it's like, I wish people would stop liking things that I don't like. Yeah, And I got so many fucking comments where it's like, well, that sounds like a you problem. Oh, well, people uh, are only allowed to enjoy what you like, huh? Well, that seems like an awfully oh, self-centered no. view of the world. It's so funny. And, and I got mad. I was like, what? how can you be this fucking dumb? So I clicked on their profile and every time without fail, they're like either late teen where they should know better or middle 30s, early 40s where they should absolutely know better. Like, <laughs> and they, It just blows my fucking mind. How and, they have, and they have six kids. <laughs> yeah, and it's something like, you know, proud mom of a rollerblading champion or whatever. It's it's so frustrating. Like, it doesn't take a lot of thought process to be like, this probably isn't being serious. Dude. Like, even in text where it's sometimes hard, like, my God, it blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I started doing the most millennial shit ever. I brought back, let me Google that for you. And I just keep, <laughs> I just keep linking. Let me Google that for you. Sarcasm. It's the pettiest. Like it's not a good response. I should just leave it alone. But I just. No, that's good. Just, that is pretty good. It's good because it's vintage. 
Yeah, you dust off the dankness on it. <laughs> the dankness? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm about to fucking epically roast you, dude. <laughs> dude, wait, you guys got a podcast for a second. I I just looked at my camera, and the record light was blinking the whole time, and my card has been full for like 20 minutes, so... Oh, good. Yeah, so my footage will be webcam only. I'll be right back. I'm going to grab a CF card. Um, just talk about the shooting and, and you know, break that down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have that in the agenda anyways. We're going to spend the last 20 minutes just talking about that <laughs> super in-depth, so... Yeah, something about, like, gun control and where we all stand on it. And politics and religion, we have that on there, too, so mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to get into that stuff. Um, well, yeah, I mean, if you'd like to take it away, <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> I'll let you, you're the guest, I mean, I'll let you kind of... I don't want to step on any toes, I mean, it's a <laughs> podcast, right? Like, there's no reason for me to be so forward. <laughs> um, what what have you been, what have you been thinking about? What's new? <laughs> Not too much, man. Uh, I've been feeling awfully nostalgic these days, so... I've been thinking about like rewatching some of my old favorite shows like Gurren Lagan, if you've ever seen that anime. Started rewatching a little Courage the Cowardly Dog again. Like just feeling real nostalgic. I was gonna bust out Gears of War pretty soon, which is like Oh my god, see. Yeah. Now that's a game I actually did play. You were a big Gears guy back in yes. the uh, the 06 Huge. era? Okay. Oh yeah. I played it every single day for hours and hours. Only online though. Say, did you do the uh, sniper battles or were you a ranked only kind of guy? Um, wait, were you playing on Xbox or what were you playing on? I was playing Xbox. Okay. Uh, no, I never did sniper battles. I did ranked only. Oh, yeah. Sniper battles were big in my circle on Gears of War. You'd go on canals, sniper only. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so fun. Actually, I did do that a couple times. We're back. But I was never a really good sniper. Uh, that's where I started. I used to make little sniper montages and 1v1s with people set to like extreme metal music and stuff. That was my shit. <laughs> it was so good. There's still we're, nothing like it. Nothing. Well, we're just talking about Final Fantasy again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Clearly. Yeah. 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 I dude, I I I didn't I never I skipped the whole Xbox era. I never Oh, uh, you fucked up. I know. Oh, I was working like bozo ass jobs. Like so I just, I never had time. What kind of jobs did you hold down back then? Because I was like, oh, six, you would have been like 16. Um, so, oh, dude. All right, let's get deep. Fuck it. So my, <laughs> my parents invested in a business that, I, you know, just for the sake of doxing, I'm not going to describe, but let me say as a 16 year old, with all of the business knowledge I had, I knew that it was going to financially ruin my family. <laughs> Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> or were they investing in like a bro, musical stick ring or something? Bro, they... they, they, it, was, they it was Bernie Madoff's company. Dude. Dude. <laughs> he had a great pitch deck. So yeah. my parents, like, they made a little money because, like, of the housing bubble. And so one of my parents, I'm going to preserve their ego, was like, yo, we should invest in this strange retail business that is being sold by someone who is about to die. And uh, I was like, we probably shouldn't do that, but I had no say in it. So they invest in it. So at 16, I was like kind of, I was working there here and there uh, for $0. <laughs> Occasionally I would get paid out of the register, but you know, then the thing made no money. So then I worked at Bed Bath & Beyond as a cashier. That was... Oh. Yeah, and that that job is like I've talked about it a handful of times on the podcast, but it's just funny because in the interview, the interview is basically 
are you willing to go up a ladder and not sue us? And they just want you to like, that's all they're looking for is people comfortable going up on literal like 20 foot ladders and bringing down crock pots and not complaining about it. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So that job was super interesting. Then I like worked at Best Buy. And by the time I worked at Best Buy, um, I was also interning at like an artist management company. And then I was also like picking up hours at this like crusty ass studio, which I found out later was the same studio that the outlaws like, like, Tupac's Outlaws, like they used to own that studio. So well, that's pretty cool, though. That's a nice story to have. Yeah, that sound too bad. Yeah, it was. It was definitely. And then like, um, the dude who owned it, it was basically like an old motel, and he converted all the rooms into studios. And then that guy, he had a major, like he had a big studio, like one lot over. And I guess he recorded a bunch of, like he did a bunch of original record, recordings for RZA, and then some stuff for Wu Tang. So. It was like an interesting place to be, but like in two thousand six and seven and eight, like this the shit had no prestige. Like they were just, it was just a sad just place. Under. Yeah, yeah. They're just like that's when EDM was like really taking off. So like when you were like raging in Ebor, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The dudes like who ran um, Insomniac is that the company who puts on EDC? Yeah, they were just getting their start, and they actually ended up. Um, working out of one of the studios next to us and all they would do is store flyers there. It was fucking crazy. They would have like tons of like young people just driving up, loading their Honda Civics with boxes and boxes of flyers. And I remember us asking, we're like, oh, like, what do you guys do? They're like, ah, we do like, uh, we run EDC. And I'm like, damn, they just do that out of this? Like, and yeah, I don't know. So yeah, those were my, uh, xbox years so while you guys were getting busy on gears i was like doing the lamest shit ever it sounds like it built character put some hair on your chest you got to witness the best and worst of society yes fucking but, bed bath and beyond you know what else built character though chainsawing locusts <laughs> i do know that feeling i've done that a couple times holy fuck when you when that chainsaw comes out on gears I think that's like top 15 most satisfying like experiences as a human. That's why that game was so revolutionary. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. Just that one mechanic was so new and unheard of. <laughs> the gore in that game was next level. You had the Nasher shotgun that would just fucking chunk people out. It was so good. <laughs> that shit was so satisfying. <laughs> I know. Oh, and the, and the sound when you beheaded someone, it was like... Oh, that I have been saying that for years because people like Gears of War two and three were better. I'm like, no, they were not. Gears of War one had that beautifully pop sound on a, like a headshot, so clean, so good, oh, so satisfying. Whoever did the sound design for that, he should be doing ASMR. He'd make a killer, or she, you know, whoever it is, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> dying locust ASMR. <laughs> Dude, if he did that on TikTok, he'd have every dude like from every generation on there like, dude, he's on. <laughs> Time to go to bed. <laughs> Fall asleep in the shit. <laughs> Gears was not, I feel like, at least because I didn't play a ton of controller games, but so me coming into it was just horrible. But I felt like being good at gears it was not easy you know like even with like aim assist i felt like it was still mechanically kind of a tough game 
Yeah, no, that was definitely a game that separate boys from men because it was just so different. Yeah, it was a third person game where you were constantly bouncing from cover and you could like bounce off of things so quickly. It just changed the way you'd like approach a fight. The shit was it had a lot of layers. I mean, that's where Nick Merckx actually got to start, too. He used to be a pro Gears player. Got it. So no it bred some good gamers. Mm -hmm. Huh. Damn. Yeah, uh, Yeah. I guess I'm trying to think of a, another popular third-person shooter like that before then. Um, most people played Halo first-person, didn't they? Yeah, Halo's first-person Counter-Strike was also big during yeah, that time. Yeah, I played a lot of CS. First person. Yeah. There really wasn't any like big third-person shooters. It's become it's become kind of the trend now, thanks to Fortnite. But yeah. up until then, it was really just kind of gears that was like your competitive third-person like action shooter. Which is it like interesting to think about because it, it you you'd think that after the success of Gears, like more game developers might have been like, oh, maybe third-person is the way. But yeah, yeah. Did you did you play a lot of CS back then? Not back then. Yeah. I played CS a lot when I got to, well, actually, like, senior year of high school. Yeah. I think that's when CSGO came out. I played a lot of CSGO. Before then, I played, like, a little bit, like, a little bit of Source, a little 1.6, but I, I didn't get, like, really into it until CSGO. Yeah. I, I, got, I got a little goofy with, like, the loot crates at one point <laughs> looking for, like, a knife, but it was really just then. Yeah, I play a lot of 1.6, and then... CS:GO now is depressing, especially as like a like a millennial, like oh, like an aging old cringe lord. Yeah, well, it feels bad. I can't keep up anymore in games. I suck. I would just like I would queue up, and there'd be like dudes who are very clearly like in their late twenties, early thirties, and like they still behave the same. You know, like <laughs> oh. you know, like you get clapped, and then they're like they're just dropping slurs, and they're like, "Dude, you're so <laughs> fucking bad." I'm like, D start a family, like. No, but they do. They have that, kids. That's true. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know when we were young, we would make fun of the dudes that had kids? Yeah. Like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. Like, get off. Like, <laughs> oh, we're like 16. Like, we're supposed to be doing this. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, those dudes took it to And now, like, when they were 18, they're like, I'm never going to stop playing CS, dude. It's for fucking <laughs> life. Damn. What gets me is just getting old, man. Just getting absolutely slammed by everyone in the games I play now yeah. does not feel good. Yeah. I'm like, damn. How old are you? 27. So we're, I'm oh, getting okay. up there. <laughs> getting up there. Yeah, no, 27. You definitely don't have the hand eye like you used to. No, not anymore, <laughs> man. It, it, is, it is gone. Every time I try and play, it's so embarrassing, especially if I'm streaming it. I have to think of so many excuses for what's going on. Like, oh, <laughs> hands are cold. I, I got oil. Yeah, my hands are all slippery, slipping uh, off the controller. Took a shower recently, and now I'm a little pruned up. <laughs> I will. I will say the only game that I think I could still be decent at is Quake, or like a Quake style game. Oh, but you should try Splitgate because I'm actually still pretty good at that because it's an arena shooter. It's yeah. an old school arena shooter. Yeah. See, that's where I feel like we can get the young guys because they yes. they don't understand arena shooters. They don't understand fast-paced action. Yeah, dude. Like that's what that's what gaming used to be. Now it's all kind of slowed down a little bit. One hundred percent. But when when we get into like a like a Thunderdome, like a quick Splitgate style thing, I, I feel like older people go wild. Fuck out of here, dude. I had a when Quake Four came out, I was like one of the few competitive players online, and I was in this league. I was in Cal, and I was like doing well, and but I didn't realize that I was like the only teenager and all the dudes in the league on the East and central like divisions were like fucking 30 year olds that played quake their whole life. 
So when I got to like the final tournament bracket, all my friends were like, dude, you might like take it all the way. That's sick. And first round, I ran into some dude who like had like an extensive like quake like record online. Uh, I only got one kill, which was like I dropped a grenade through a portal and he ran into it. And like there was like a live chat, like streaming it, like going crazy. Then after that, this kid fucking wasted me like so brutal. Yeah. (laughs) That's unfortunate. My friends did not text me after that. Like I was just like I just sat in silence after I got washed online and I just had to have dinner. <laughs> cold <laughs> ass bed, bath, and beyond. Yeah, the cold ass this. chicken dinner. Like, damn, I probably should have did my homework. That was embarrassing. <laughs> That's how it always happens, man. Have you ever won like a gaming tournament or anything? No, like I've, I've, uh, <laughs> yeah, like I think there, there was one like local land tournament where me and my friends we we got like kind of decent, like a decent way through, and then yeah, we just ran into like some fucking like guys in like their mid-20s that were at peak performance and again Mm -hmm. wasted us so yeah i've always like uh, do you get hit up to be in any game tournaments just because of twitch well yeah those are just like the funsies one though like i've never been competitively viable at any game ever yeah cody have you ever but when you were diving were you playing pro gears of war tournaments online (laughs) i didn't even know there was like pro gaming yeah Honestly, I would just play with my friends and I know I would, I would like, I would really care about my rank. Yeah, for sure. But uh, they kept tracking gears. They had like an entire leaderboard. Yeah, I would, I would definitely keep track of that. But I mean, I was never like that good. Yeah. It's, um, it's funny. Like those years of like 2006 to, I don't know if, if, if it'd even be that early, but you know, I remember everyone would always talk about like how crazy it was like in Korea you could be like a pro StarCraft player, you know, yep. and prof- and professional Counter-Strike was just becoming a thing. And uh, I got to it late, but I think it was like 09, 2010. Sometimes like me and my friends would get, like we just get high and then we just stay up till four in the morning and watch these like pro StarCraft players. It was a weird period of life. But I remember being so impressed by the production and it it's kind of wild how long it took for us to like catch up because they yeah yeah they they really like adopted the esports thing super early yeah. with like brood wars and all that they mm-hmm. went hard yeah yeah so i mean i'm just saying that to say cody's reasonable that you wouldn't think pro gaming was a thing because like it, it wasn't really like not until yeah what 2010 11 maybe i don't even know when was yeah, mlg was a late. thing MLG was a thing, but like only kind of, you know, like it didn't, you, there wasn't money in it. If you competed in the MLG, you just lose money. Like your parents just hate you. You're just draining their bank account to travel there. But they, they'd sometimes get on Sports Center when it was Halo 2. So you'd have like Walshy play occasionally. Oh, and like, dude. Yeah. I remember yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. You'd have the whole middle school pumping their fists like, oh my God, they're gaming for a career. This is fucking nuts. Dude, I remember it. Yeah, I remember that shit being on like channel fucking five hundred three. Like it's like you know <laughs> yeah. deep on like cable TV. God damn. What would they play? Halo mainly. Oh Halo. yeah, it's pretty much only Halo. Like even there was Gears of War Pro scene, but it was mainly just something called game battles. So it was just a bunch of sweaty 
nerds playing each other for the sake of a website score. Yeah. <laughs> there was one like tournament called the CPL, which was, I think, based off of like the cat like Cal League, which was like I think one of the most popular online leagues in like the early two thousands. But I want to say the guy who ran CPL, he uh which is like also horrible acronym, like fucking child pornography fucking land oh no the league of cp uh this dude oh, God. i know I, that's horrible i think he like i think he went to jail or something for like embezzling money like i think he it was like a similar thing to mlg i thought you were gonna say four child no yeah, i mean so, that would have been so poor i know right yeah no it was like he uh because I, I remember the tournament fee was something kind of nominal it was like 125 bucks or like per person. I think he just had like a ton of people sign up and then just never put on the event oh, one year. Shit. Okay. <laughs> Got him with the old Kickstarter. Yeah, scam. yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. He was first to it. <laughs> the old rug pull. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first NFT. Uh, thinking you were going to participate in a gaming league. <laughs> you'll get this image of admission and you'll never get to play. Damn. Do you guys want to you guys want to read the most depressing posts ever? Did you see the people replying to Mashinsky, the CEO of Celsius no. on Twitter? No. You oh my god. Have you uh, have either of you watched Coffee's videos on that? That shit is so crazy, dude. No, I didn't. What's the gist? Oh, Coffee did what like an insane job like just breaking it down. I I watched his both his videos on it, like the most recent ones, and he kind of highlights the the shithousery of Celsius, basically. I mean, before I take off on this, Charlie, are you like familiar with this whole thing? So I haven't caught up with Celsius. I was really involved in the Luna one, which is that stable, yeah, the yeah, Terra yeah, Luna. Yeah. yeah, 100 to zero in a single week. People <laughs> lost billions. Yeah. Their creator just taking bets on Twitter and losing every single one of them. It was beautiful. Coffee did a great series on that too. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that one. That one was, I mean, just the scale oh my god of, yeah of that like and now i don't know someone random was telling me uh the other day he was like yeah now there's like rumors that the original wallet there's a transfer that someone tracked and basically make, making it seem like the guy do Quan stole like billions and billions of dollars <laughs> something along those lines which i really hope is true because that would just be just an incredible button on this whole thing yeah yeah that would be just a like really getting, nice <laughs> Yeah, and in this like a heist of that size, just in just in plain sight. Um, but so this, sorry, keep going. I was just gonna say uh, the saddest part of that is I don't know if you saw it. They tried to launch Luna 2.0, and everyone who here. got scammed in Luna still bought in, and it sc got scammed again. It rugged immediately. <sighs> Bro, <laughs> come on! I know it was so pathetic. Have some self-respect. Holy shit! So I think, I don't know if Celsius is bigger. I don't know how like the market caps compare, but like Celsius, again, was sort of the same thing because it was an interest generating um, yeah. platform, right? So you could earn yield if you put your crypto there. So everyone thought it was safe. It was like a savings account for them. Bro, and let me just... Like a lot of people had like their entire net worth in crypto on Celsius because it was generating 6% or whatever. And let me just add this... Uh coffee like you could watch this video still even if i say this basically he talked to a guy who kind of did like some digging on the mechanisms that celsius was using to get that yield 
And like when you hear some of the shit that they did, like honestly, it was like giving imagine like investing in a crypto company that's like run by your dad who doesn't understand crypto. Like the moves that they were making to earn the yield were so some of them were so brain dead. It's like crazy that What were they doing? Um well, okay, so one of them was they staked fifty four million in like some random DAO. And then the DAO got hacked, and so that DAO created like a, a like a a sister coin, basically. And the whole premise of it was, hey, you lost your money. If you hold these coins, we will pay you back over this period. So it'll be like two or three years or something, right? <laughs> so the people at Celsius just decided to withdraw all their tokens, and when they did that, there was like a very visible like message that. Is like part of it that's like if you do this, we will not pay you back. So they just, they just sold them all, or like they just like dumped them all for no reason. So they erased like a fifty-four million dollar repayment, just like that. So funny that every single financial crime is just being reinvented. Yeah, <laughs> like we've we've been through all of this. That's all that's left, dude. We have nothing left in this world, man. So yeah, I guess this is just kind of a reboot. Everything's being rebooted now. Might as well reboot horrible financial crimes as well yeah what are you about to say charlie is it a token or is it like an exchange uh the like the the dow coin or or celsius just celsius in general is it supposed to be like a like a coin <laughs> no it, they had their own they had their own coin they did and, and and that's how like coffee covers that too that's how like the the guy mashinsky basically is made off with a ton of money um so they had they had their own token but the whole premise was like what cody was saying where they were kind of marketing it like this like it's a savings account, but we're not a bank. But you will make money, but we're not a bank. Like, it's a very yeah weird thing. So click that link, Luke. Because, like, so like I said, people had their, like, they thought it was, uh, they, like, safe. Like, I can keep my all my money here and generate interest. And Hell yeah, dude. This is an awesome way to end the show. <laughs> this is, like, a really good final five minutes. Let's make this so sad. I know this is heartbreaking, but, like. I know. I'm kind of about, like, putting this out there. Cause I, I not like to be on some whatever, but I think that people should be cautioned in this way. They should be afraid of investing in crypto because I feel like not enough people are afraid. Like the fact that Luna 2.0 had any degree of <laughs> yeah. success is wildly depressing, man. I know yeah. it's yeah. so sad. Like uh, when I read these things, like it's equal parts. It doesn't sound good to say this. Like entertaining is a spectator sport to like nah, try yeah, and understand. Sure. Sure. I know, entertaining. I know, I know. It is. And then you remember it's a real human being that made this absolutely awful, reckless decision based on Twitter shit posts. <laughs> Just dude, picture these people like in a Discord talking with people with like fucking monkey pictures and shit, and they're like, <laughs> "Nah, dude, this is definitely gonna make you a bazillionaire." And this is some guy like just just some pud on his laptop who's like okay like just <laughs> it's sad can you can you read this charlie just for the audio listeners yeah yeah so uh well i won't say the guy's name but uh, <laughs> no, says, yeah, go ahead and dox him like he's on twitter it's my boy big h he says <laughs> please don't let me down i don't mind waiting for my either i had 45 ethereum which i was saving for my new house I'm crying and praying to God that I will be able to get that money out. It took four years and me working 100 hours every week to save. 
Can't sleep. I can't even look into my wife and kids' eyes right now. How to explain and no words can express the feelings I have. Caps lock. God, please help me. Jesus fucking oh. Christ. Oh, we got more? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, God, <laughs> dude. See, the, hey, hey. This is kind of... <laughs> Never mind. What? This is the third act of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're. And right. it is ending with <laughs> yeah, it. You're right. Yeah. A suicide. It's <laughs> full circle. Yeah, we're having all this fun. Pro video games are crazy, aren't they? Look at these people whose lives are ruined by crypto. <laughs> Look at this misery, <laughs> and this agony. <laughs> we shouldn't be, guys. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny that this these people gambled their children's fucking college fund. Go to the next oh. one. I can't even read on, that one. On ass coin, dude. It's not funny. <laughs> Holy fuck. I just lost 450K. Girlfriend lost 400K. Mom lost 140K. Sister lost 117. Cousin lost 100K. You're Damn. Oh, shit. Family was rich, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they were balling, <laughs> dude. Jesus. No flex, man. <laughs> Seriously. My dog lost 150K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Now all I have is the 500 grand under my mattress. Yeah. Yeah. All I have is these fucking gold bars that my family has built our house on. Now we have to sell them all. <laughs> Damn. Dude, this is some anime villain shit right here. Your reckless antics have destroyed my family's financial security. I feel responsible for all of their losses because I introduced them to your scam site and trusted you. I mean, that's that's a shitty place to be in, man. Yeah. Introduce your family to this thing, oh, and they're all like, yeah. sure, yeah. And then they they all lose their money, so they're like, what the fuck? And you're like, it's not my thing. Dude, imagine you just go back for Thanksgiving, and then they just serve you a plate, and it just has a bullet on it. And they're like, you should, <laughs> you should leave now. You should leave. <laughs> well, damn. Yeah, go to the next one. Is there one more? Oh, yeah, this is this is just sad. Just booked a talk with a therapist. Yo, dude, betterhelp.com slash tiny meek. Okay, no, that's fucked up. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> We're kidding here, folks. We're just joking. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> good laughs and goofs. Yeah, yeah about wild, wild people, and wacky. Just, you, know? you know, just some wacky tragedy. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't real money to begin with, you know, so it's it's all for fun. Um, yeah, it's all just play money at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah, guys, crypto isn't real. It's just um, Zynga poker on steroids. That's that's all it is. <laughs> Zynga poker? <laughs> How am I supposed to look my kid in the eyes? I lost all the Zynga poker money. <laughs> he loved Zynga poker. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Honey? What happened to all our Zynga poker money? Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> what are we going to eat tonight? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How am I supposed to play Zynga poker and without <laughs> some fucking... Could you buy like emotes and shit in that game? I can't remember. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I never played it. It's just like, I'm just picturing like, you know he loves to play with the... With the fucking Charlie Chaplin mustache, and now we don't have any coins to pay for it. Yeah, whatever. You're, have you played VR poker, Charlie? No, I haven't played VR. Dude, poker. you is got it, you got good? to. Oh, that is that is ripe that. content for you, man. I'm telling you, like, just do it. It, it it's so funny.
I'm down. Yeah, it's it fucking fun. awesome. Are you still making music? Yeah, we're working on some new boner jams right now. We're in the lab cooking them up. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Who produce? Like, do you produce some? No, so I have no musical gift at all. I just come <laughs> up with the with the lyrics and the melody. But uh, my boy Troy, he's the the man behind the music. He makes all the music and everything makes it sound good. I also can't sing at all, so he makes me sound good. <laughs> it's a great partnership. <laughs> I just love how you describe your work process for everything. Yeah, I don't even know how to use a computer, but I, <laughs> yes, just, there's like- I go on Twitter and I, you know, find some shit and I just talk. And then, uh, yeah, um, I actually film it on a fucking um, pix, uh, a fucking a Canon printer camera, and then yeah, I got an I got an LG chocolate that uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 that so just, just yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, what was that fucking uh, early like webcam that went into like a, a Game Boy Advance or no, it was just a straight Game Boy. You guys know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, I think I remember. It that. could like print pictures. I mean, I, I yeah, reach yeah. Light. I mean, I, I you know, I just saw it on TikTok. I'm 16. I don't actually know what this shit is, um, because <laughs> I'm, I'm young, hip, and happening. Yeah, I saw dude. it in a museum. Literal. Yo, I remember that. Oh my god. Yeah, Game I had Boy that camera. Uh, why? Why did we show this? Literally, every message after this podcast episode is gonna be like, hey, Noel, look, it's it's you, it's fucking you. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I love that it's black and white. Like, how fucking old are we? Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you remember, they didn't have you, color photos in the 90s? You remember that silent film game <laughs> on Game Boy? Oh, you remember that motion picture we saw that one time? <laughs> yeah. Couldn't wait to get the VHS on release. <laughs> Damn. Oh, let's see. That's sick. Modern photography. cool. Oh, that's sick, actually. Oh, I thought that was a speed gauge. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a camera. Damn, Charlie just showing out, just young as hell. Damn. Yeah, yeah I didn't even recognize I that. I thought that was a speed trap for a sick-ass car. I relate to that. <laughs> Fuck. All right, this is, this is very quickly devolving into three guys on the computer. We got to get out of here. I love it, dude. I'm having so much fun right yeah, now. Yeah, dude, honestly, Charlie, thank you for doing this. This is like the best episode we've had in a minute. This was a lot of fun, guys. Thank you for having me on. Wait, wait, wait. You boys are always welcome in the area. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to touch down. I didn't even realize you were that close to Ebor. I would have invited you out when I was there. Um, dude, I have to ask this, and we can edit this out if you're not allowed to leak it. Are you and Ludwig going to do the... The slap? Do the what? The slap box? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, I think so. I think he wants to make that happen. I'm not positive though. I haven't heard back in like a couple months. Are you competing? Um, I would. I would love to, but I'm just. I. I'm paranoid. Like I don't want to find out in front of a lot of people that I don't have a chin because I have no clue if I. Same. Have a chin. Bro, I. I've been saying this for like like what a, a year now. I just don't feel comfortable slapping or fighting anyone that's not a child. Because I honestly feel like at any moment, like one stray hit's just going to send me to the hospital, like snap my fucking neck. So I'd only Wait. fight like Ryan's toy reviews or something. You're saying... And I know you said the You're same saying you would, be, you would be comfortable nah, dude, fighting a that's child. That's not my bit. I think we all want to fight Ryan's toys. I think we're all envious of how much fucking scratch that kid is pulling in for doing fuck all, dude. 
But I just relate so hard, man. Yeah, I would I would feel very comfortable. Like, because I know I could beat a kid without getting hit. Like, that, I know I wouldn't get hit. It'd be it'd be so free. I, but if I get hit, I'm like, I could just go down and die. Yeah. Like, I could just, like, seize up or something. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, we we already talked about this, but, like, did you watch Crater Clash? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, when Graham Stephan got hit with that first punch, you could see it in his face. That it's, like, his whole perspective on life changed Charlie, did, in that moment. Didn't you commentate? Yeah, yeah. So I had a really good view of the creative yeah, clash. Yeah. Oh, you co- Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. I was okay. just kind of the, the color commentary guy who didn't know too much about boxing, so I'd usually just say like, "Holy shit!" No, that hard. was the funniest part to me, just hearing you chime in and just go, "Yeah, he, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he just fucking got blasted." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, yeah. That that's my other fear with boxing, and like, I feel, I feel like I dubs trying to underscore that it's very dangerous like doesn't get enough credit there's so many stories of boxers like taking like hits in the ring and then continuing a fight and then they just go into a coma hours later and then just die oh my god especially those back of the head hits which were happening a A lot lot, a lot a lot yeah there were some kangaroo punches and like <laughs> since it's the first time people were getting hit they'd always like turn around and get hit again in the bro, back and it's like oh my god bro you might just die dude the amount of like showing the rear skull i, I was yes. just screaming at my phone i'm like stop it just take it on the face don't fucking do uh, that uh, yeah take it on the face man <laughs> so yeah i mean to answer your question i would i think i would with headgear but <laughs> wait, you do a slapping cup? Oh no no no! Sorry sorry. He was oh, oh. the other part. He was saying like actual. Oh, gotcha gotcha gotcha. I don't okay. want to like kill it, but he was like talking about right. like actual combat, and I, yeah, and, yeah, I yeah. and I I think I would do it with headgear. Um, I've like like I've done like very light sparring. Um, and but yeah, I I don't know what it's like to get a full on like fucking like targeted prepared punch you know what i mean because even like a street fight even if you like fight someone who's like strong i feel like it's still not the same as someone who's like punching a bag for a year straight pretending it's your head and then doing that to you you know yeah i couldn't imagine it i've never been in a situation where someone's actively going to punch me and i know it's coming yeah Have, have either of you guys been in a fight before no no not like uh i was like i was really i was like the smallest kid out of my group in high school so i just learned to be funny so no one would fuck with me um yeah i always had to like place it off as the comedian like eh. but i watch my friends fight all the time and they never looked good have you been in a street fight no i've only ever like broken up a fight like once or twice and that was just for the sake of me saying like i was there to help like you know i got involved hell yeah dude peak narcissism right there yeah, well i just didn't want my friends to think I'm that jo- you know, i had like joking. a band yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like yeah, no, I was, this guy was crazy i mean i was about to beat his ass if i didn't get broken up yo i'm breaking up this fight get a picture of this on your game boy camera real quick <laughs> <laughs> check me out i'm gonna pose in front of this yeah, 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 yeah that's funny that would be the lamest way to get hit if you were breaking up a fight and you accidentally took one dude to the face or something. Yeah. Then you could, because you couldn't say yes to at people asking if you've been in a fight before. Yeah. Because you just caught a stray 100%. Yeah, exactly. It's just sad. Damn. Yeah. I mean, that definitely happens. Just breaking up a fight and getting dropped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys, guys, let's chew. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. It's very dark, dude. Classic internet tale. That's what that is. 
yeah. <laughs> well, damn it. Um, All right, man. Thank you again, bro. Thanks for joining us, dude. Really appreciate it. A lot of fun. Let's do this again. Yeah. Yeah. Real. Thanks for having me on, guys. I really enjoyed it. Feel free to hit me up whenever if you're ever in the area or anything course, like that. Dude. If you ever want to do anything, I'm super down. Yes. I still... Absolutely. I, w- I think we go and make a video or something. I want to go to Tampa and I want to... Let's do a go-kart race at like some shitty go-kart track Ooh, with yeah. like some rent... That's perfect. With some rental carts. I think it... I, I know a real... If you guys like like dilapidated yeah, like amusement park yeah. go-kart kind of shit, yep. I know a really cool spot. Yep. Yeah, we should race. We should make dick cars and we should all race them. Oh, let's go. Ooh. Yeah, dick car all right, race. Send us your dad's number. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. Let's 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 say this publicly so then we can get shamed into doing it. I want to do a race where it's like it's like wacky racers. Like it's basically Formula One for shitty cars. Like how funny would it be if there was like a dick car, a mock Flintstones yeah, car? You know what I mean? Like like. Like, like the red really good soapbox racing. Yeah, but like, like it's just like it's all like people who make shit and like how funny would that be if like like the sidemen came but they like were like two welded tandem bikes, you know? Yeah, that's good. And then like yeah. you know, if you're racing solo, you can have a little bit more juice and then yeah, yeah, wacky racing. But it's shit. also battle bots. <laughs> so we put weapons <laughs> in the <laughs> yeah. and try to kill each other. Hell, you get the like, yes. flipper on it and shit. <laughs> Torpedoes. Oh, Charlie just <laughs> killed the sidemen. Holy shit. <laughs> Damn. Well, All right, man. Thanks. Thanks for joining thanks, us, dude. Yeah, thank you, guys. Yeah. See ya.